I'm Dr. Mandy Beats, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hello, I'm Dr. Mandy Dietz. Thank you so much for joining me on my first episode of Behind the Brace. Today, I just want to share with you some of the things that I've learned along the way and also to share my story of why in the world am I doing this? Why am I running a scoliosis clinic and how did this come about? So first, I think it's important to go back from the beginning I initially went to chiropractic school, and if you would have known me then, I was the athlete chiropractor. I worked with the high school sports team. I was active. I was running marathons and single without kids. And then one day that changed. And when I had my children, I became more of a pediatric family chiropractor because I realized just how important it is for families to have the appropriate care, and to have ways to be healthy that doesn't include medicines or interventions that maybe we don't want to have to use if we don't have to. So that's how I initially came to become a chiropractor and how I initially came to work with kids and families. And then one day I was out in my backyard and I have twins. One of my girls was swinging and she was on her stomach. And you know how the kids put their arms and legs out and they like fly in the air on their swings like they love to do. I looked over and one of my daughters was doing that and was having so much fun. And my other daughter was trying to, but I realized she couldn't lift her back legs up, which seemed a little strange to me. She was probably about two years old. I didn't put much thought into it at that point in time. I just thought it was kind of a strange thing. And then as we started to move forward, I noticed just small little things that kept happening that just didn't quite seem right. And so at one point in time, I went over to my friend's clinic and I remember talking to them and just saying, hey, you know, I think there might be something not quite right. And so we decided to take an x-ray, which isn't all that common in kids that are that age. You know, she was pretty young. I didn't know exactly what we were looking for. And I still remember when she was standing in front of the x-ray machine and I saw the x-ray pop up, there was a huge curve in her spine. And I knew it wasn't supposed to be there. I knew that there was something wrong. But even as a chiropractor, having been trained in this, I didn't know exactly what that meant. Because we learn these things and we learn generalized treatment protocols. But when you're a parent looking at something like that, all of the other questions started to come up. What does this mean? Is this something that can be fixed? Is this something that's severe? What are we going to have to do with this? Who do I go see? Do I need to go take her to a medical doctor? Do we go to an orthopedic doctor? Is this something that needs surgery? You know, what is what's going on? And all of those thoughts flooded my mind immediately. And then I didn't really know what to do. I remember reaching out to several of my colleagues And we looked at it. We all knew that there was something that needed to be done, but nobody really knew exactly what to do. And that's how my journey started. As I started looking for solutions, looking for information, looking for things that were more specific other than, oh, well, your daughter has a curb in her spine. 
and then doing nothing, I came across different pieces of information and different doctors and different methods of treatment that over time I began to implement into my clinic. Initially, I was using these only for my family. This wasn't something I had planned. This wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to implement into my clinic. It wasn't something that 10 years ago when I was you know, becoming a chiropractor that I said, hey, this is what I want my clinic to look like. However, over the years, families found me. People came to my clinic with very similar problems, very similar situations where they didn't necessarily fit the narrative. It wasn't that their case was the most severe case and they needed this huge medical intervention, but it also wasn't the the least severe case where it caused them no problems. It, it was generally when they fell in between that area that they began searching for answers because generally, if you're on one far end of the spectrum, the medical world and, and different doctors and providers can provide you a solution. However, when you fall in the middle and you don't really fall into a place where they need to correct something right away, but it's also not this tiny thing that's not affecting you, there's not a whole lot of solutions. And so over the years, families, kids, people have been coming into my clinic and coming into you know, my world in a way that has kind of become why I've, I've made the clinic that I have right now. It's not something that I would have planned, but it's definitely become something that has been this amazing, beautiful journey where I've been able to be on journeys with other families and see so much hope and so much joy from having options and having information. And even when something doesn't necessarily end up how we plan or how we would like, those families still have peace, that they have the right information and that they have the tools and resources that they needed so that they could make the best decision for their family. It's very rare that we get to the end of our journey and we look back and say, oh, shoot, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have known this or I wish somebody would have told me of all of the things that is the one purpose that I have. Because there has been a time where I've looked back and I've said, man, if somebody would have just told me this, then I could have made a better decision. And so really my purpose here for you today is to give you some tools, give you some knowledge, and share the information that I've gained along the way so that you can make better decisions and that you have the resources and tools that you need so that you don't look back one day and say, man, I wish somebody would have told me this. And so as I move forward, sharing a little bit of our story as I go, I really want to just let you know what it is that we do. Because having a scoliosis clinic, it seems as though we know what that is, but we don't exactly know what that means. And even if we've seen different say, medical providers or orthopedic doctors, that might mean something different than it means when you come and you see us. And so going back to the beginning, when we did find out exactly what was going on, what we learned was my daughter was born with a deformity in her spine. So essentially where there's supposed to be a building block, this nice little square vertebrae, hers is actually a triangle. So 
you can imagine if you're building a house and you're supposed to have square blocks on the foundation, if you put a triangle in at the bottom, what do you think would happen? That's exactly what happens in her spine. There's a curve in her spine because part of her bone is missing from when she was developing in utero. So before she was ever born or came into this world, this is how she was made. And so when we first got this diagnosis, there were other things that came along that path that I had no idea were even a possibility. So we initially had found out that when you have a congenital issue, that there can be other issues that could be congenital that come along with that. So that required um, checking her kidneys. It required checking her heart. It required doing MRIs and checking her spinal cord and her brain. And luckily for us, all of those things came back clear, which meant that we're left with a spinal problem. And because we didn't have any big, bad, glaring, awful diagnosis, we were told, just see how she grows. Come back and see. If it gets bad enough, we'll do surgery. There were no other solutions, no other options. You know, they looked at the research and the research says that in a congenital curve, that's how you're made. So nothing else can help. You'll just continue to grow. And depending on how it falls out will depend on what happens down the road. So for me, that wasn't the best answer. So as a mom, that's not what I wanted to hear, right? Just wait and see. Maybe someday she'll have surgery. There's nothing else that can help you. It's not a big deal right now. Come back and see us later. And as a provider, it made me realize, oh my goodness, I need to know a whole lot more than what I know right now. Because all of the trusted colleagues and medical providers that I knew, when I went to talk to them, they didn't know either. And I'm not talking just chiropractors. I'm talking about the medical doctors that I knew, the medical doctors that we saw. And the answer is always the same. Just wait and see. So I went on a search to see what options were available. And as I went on that search, I met a whole lot of doctors that were very smart, very intelligent, that had researched for years, that had worked on building different types of braces, that had worked for different companies, and that had done a lot of really good work. And some of it was really helpful, and some of it I had to kind of take with a grain of salt. All of those things is what has become combined to be the best evidence-based care that we provide. And there's a whole lot of other things that even though aren't completely researched, from a clinical perspective, I can share with you that has been really helpful for not only our family, but for other families. The first time that I met a group of doctors that had an actual solution other than either a brace that simply stabilizes the spine or a soft brace that wasn't necessarily appropriate for our situation, they talked about how the body is all-encompassing. They talked about how you can get spinal correction when you put together the appropriate tools. And it was back then in 2013 when I met the owner of Scully Brace. And they had made a hard brace that was very similar 
to, say, the Boston brace or the stabilizing braces that you might hear about um, from your orthopedic doctors or other families. But it was developed in a way where it was three-dimensional, which meant that you actually gained correction. It wasn't just stabilizing an already crooked spine or made in a way that hoped to have correction. It actually was an overcorrective brace. And utilizing those tools along with other corrective care techniques, we've been able to get great results for families. There's definitely some key windows in time that are very important as far as when the best type of care can be done. Um, Unfortunately, early detection is key. And when I first started this work, way back in 2013, I started to realize that a lot of families, by the time they got the information that they needed, it was a little too late. They were already 16, 17. They were done growing. There wasn't a whole lot of opportunity to make correction. And as I've continued to do this work, we've been able to reach families earlier. And when you reach families earlier and you find problems sooner, you have the ability to ward off some of the really more scary outcomes, some of the bigger medical interventions that all of the families want to try to avoid. And so that's my hope today is to be able to get the word out, share what we do, let you know that there are tools and resources that you probably haven't ever heard about or that you might not know about that maybe even your medical doctor might not know about, or maybe even your physical therapist or your chiropractor might not know about, because this isn't something necessarily commonly taught in schools. This is something that once you're done getting your training, you need to go above and beyond and get extra training, that you need to be able to have more information and to really become you know, submerged in the world of these spinal problems so that you know what's going on, so that you can give families more information. Information is constantly changing. And not only has some of the protocols stayed static over the years, um, but they've really kind of left out a big gap of patients. And that's when you fall in that in-between place, when it's not necessarily a problem that's surgical, but it's also not something that isn't affecting you. And so that's where I'm hoping to reach you where you're at and give you some extra resources so that you can move forward in a better way than you maybe previously could have. So if you're a provider that's listening right now, my hope is is that I can give you some resources so that you can better help your patients. And maybe you've never heard about some of these things. I know that when you go to school and you get licensed and you start seeing your patients, there's only so much that you can do in a day and you can't be an expert at everything. And so my clinic has essentially coordinated with other providers like you so that we can help you in that area. In the past, when we've worked with providers, it's been extremely helpful for us to coordinate in a way that allows us to evaluate and look at your patient in a way that can give them the best options. And that might be giving them resources for surgeons. It might be giving them resources for 
bracing options or solutions that either we can do or we can coordinate with another clinic. Um, sometimes we work with, say, Shriners in Minneapolis or across the country. We might work with other different types of hospitals if that's more appropriate. Um, it might be giving them things to do at home so that as you're seeing them, whether you're a physical therapist or a chiropractor or a massage therapist, that the work that you're doing can become more effective because what they're doing at home helps to stabilize what's going on in their body. And it's really about creating a team approach. And so if you're a provider and you're looking for an opportunity to network or to coordinate and to allow you to really take hold of the care that you provide and then allow someone else to take over that more specialized care, that's something that we work together with all of the time. And so you can connect with us on a one-on-one -on -one basis. You can connect with my office. Um, you can get more information on our website um, at behindthebrace.com. And that's something that we are more than willing to help you with because I know that when I first started doing this, that was a huge hole in my practice. And it took a lot of time and energy and training to be able to fill that hole. And so there's absolutely no way that we could expect you to know all of those things and fill that hole for the patients that you're seeing. And this allows us to work as a team that really gives your patients the best type of care. If you're a family, maybe you're a parent or a grandparent, or maybe you're dealing with scoliosis yourself, no matter what your age. My hope is, is that as we go, I can share not just medical treatment options for you. We all know that we have to treat the condition, right? We have to deal with the curvature of your spine or whatever's going on in your spine, that we have to be able to address that in a way that's appropriate. But there's so many other things that come with that. And it's things that maybe other people who haven't dealt with scoliosis might not know. Things like, if you have a brace, how do you take care of that brace? How do you work your wardrobe around that brace that you have to wear? How do you meet other people that are dealing with scoliosis? How do you connect with families that might know what you're going through? How do you deal with all of the emotional things that come with that and how that might change the relationships in your family or the dynamic in which you do things? Because when you are dealing with a diagnosis, it doesn't matter what it is, it changes how life functions. And so there's some really even seemingly small things that it changes, but are really big things to the families that have to deal with them. And so a lot of times these might just be passed over. They might be minimized or even brushed aside as though they don't matter. And those are really the things that I'm hoping to bring to light and, and to help address and give you resources for those, because those are the things that can make your life function better. It can help you handle some of the emotional stressors that come along with this and to just give you the tools and to let you know that you're not alone. Almost every single family and every single patient that I work with, they all say the same things. And then they all tell me that nobody else knows what it's like, except I hear it every day over and over and over again. And so there's a whole person that we're working with when when we do this type of work and not just a whole person, but a whole family, because 
if you're 14 and now it's the conversations that you have with mom and dad and the conversations you have with your friends and the conversations you have with your softball team and your swim team and and all of the people that come in and out of your life and it it doesn't have to be something that is so overwhelming that it becomes the pivot point of your whole life. It can be something that we can help you coordinate in a way so that you can still live a really good life. And so if you're looking for those resources, you can also go to our website, go to our Facebook page. We have resources that we share on those sites. Um, Our website is behindthebrace.com. And then next week, what we're going to go into a little bit more and every week is one piece of the puzzle. And so next week, I'm going to talk about filling the gap. And what does that mean? So when we don't have the resources, where do we find them? And if you tune in next week, you'll get some more information about a lot of different things. And hopefully we can help you connect those dots in a way that allows you to manage this in a better way. You can find more information on our website at BehindTheBrace.com or look us up on Facebook. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Raymond T. Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit raymateam.com.